Yo, what's up, everybody? I am Thomas Dopaziola, whatever you want to call me. I am back with my co-host slash producer, Marty O'Neill. What's up, folks? As you can see, Marty's a lot closer. Let's go to this wide out here. What's up, guys? Oh, we're wide. We're New- real wide. First off, shout out to Trent. Shout out to our homie Trent, Bong Doctor. Thank you so much. New actual, like an actual studio table. All the wires are up. There's nothing on the ground. The whole rest of this place looks clean. Guys, looking good, all right? We're looking real professional out here. It's looking... Can we talk about Trent for a moment? All Thank right. you. Trent's going to walk in. First of all, he's got locks from heaven, all right? He's got these locks that are just going to already make you intimidated when he enters the room. He's in a tank top. He's got his trunks on when he walks in in some flip-flops. <clears throat> Why? Because he lives on the beach. That's true. That's a true statement. But then he comes in and you realize, oh, this one, this dude's way more of a man than I, I like am. I like your censorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gotten the past two age We're trying not videos, to get age so. restricted to death. So. And then he goes and constructs and builds from nothing. Like Storytime room? Trent did it. All these lights in the wall? Trent did it. My new set for review? <laughs> Trent did it. All of this? Trent did it. That should be his Instagram name. Trent did it. Yeah. That's a great name, actually, because <laughs> yeah. he builds houses on in Hawaii. He builds houses in trees. Treehouse Airbnbs. This guy's a genius. So shout out to Trent for just crushing it. Thank you so much. Look at look at this setup. And most of all, I'm not doing this. Hey, what's up, Marty? I'm not having a look around the camera. Look, guys, he's right here now. Like, well, we have a guest. How we have a guest right here? Marty's right here. Guys, all right. Professional. Oh, we didn't even say it. This is the Dope as Usual podcast. We're here to talk about life, drugs, problems, accomplishments, and everything in between. And a rare episode today is all about accomplishments. Let's go. Major accomplishments, yes. guys. Stuff we've been alluding to for some time Stuff now. we've been talking about. We can now talk about. So get ready. Don't wait. We're only a couple minutes in. Don't spark it up yet. Wait for us if you can. All right. Um, guys, we have been, we've kept our mouth shut. We haven't said a word. We haven't said a word, all right? So, let's get straight into this episode. Like I said, the rare one. This is all about accomplishments. And this is going to change. I'm going to get a smaller mic lower because I don't like doing this. I like talking like that. <laughs> so, for everyone out there that's driving, please tune into Spotify and or YouTube. You got to see the new setup. This table... This table, Marty. You guys can't see right there, but we're about to get like a little neon sign in the... Fr- oh, God. Excited. We don't have cords everywhere. We don't have cords everywhere. Everything signs up under the table, stapled and nailed. Oh my god! We're about to bring the PS5 in here and just chill. This can be the chill room now. We got time, so let's get straight into this, guys. First piece of insane, insane ass news. Also, do us a favor. We never say this. Go follow the Dope as Usual podcast on Instagram. Go follow. We, Marty just told me the stats. I'm like, we don't even post on there, really. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Okay. We're reaching a serious amount of people off Instagram. but Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you for the all support on Instagram and all our pages. Yes, so sure. go go follow that. We really appreciate it. With that being said, guys, Marty, I need you to tell the backstory and how. Let's just say uh-huh. this. Let's just say <laughs> oh. this. We won't even break it yet. Oh, shit. We won't even break it. Well, not like that chair. We won't break the chair. <laughs> but we're not going to break it any. Oh, yeah. These are just... Uh, these are my office chairs. We're waiting on, yo. We're halfway set up. Goblin here. and Hash House both told me Herman Miller chairs are the only chairs you should be ever, ever, ever using. They're eighteen hundred dollars each. To sit? Who does that? To sit down? 
And then I sat in it and I went, oh my God, I'll spend $1,800 on this chair. Oh man, for anybody that has back problems, those are the ones. So we're waiting on our chairs to come in. So, all right, we're, we'll make do what we got. New mic stands, a new look. Yeah. We're getting ready. With that being said, Marty, please uh, let these people. Oh my God, it's been seven, it's been 10 minutes. I can see your time. Nice. <sighs> okay. No, we, we started rolling. Yeah, we started rolling yeah, before. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, We've been putting we'll, this set together for about two and a half hours. Yes. <laughs> All right. We, we bought three new mic stands. None of them fit our mic, even though this is the one we bought. It's our luck. It's just stuff that happens. Marty, don't tell them everything. Mm. Just tell them the start. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll roll into it and uh-huh. how you met these people, company. Uh-huh. Go. Okay. So, guys, this kind of this is rooted in what I always rant about, which is the number one skill you can have as an entrepreneur. One of them the ability to follow up and not get butthurt. What do I mean by that? It means that big deals, relationships with people, sometimes you bump into somebody, and you want to work with them, you want something to happen through them, but it might not be the right time. Usually it's not. Yeah. Usually right when you meet somebody, it might not be the right time for you guys to come together. So it takes time to be able to follow up and keep that relationship going and keep the interest going and know that when the time is right, then you make your move and you don't have to force it. You know, I saw I saw this great meme uh, where it was like, I, I don't chase, I attract. Okay. And it's like, I'm not chasing down, but I am still on top of these relationships. Good way this to put that. Everything. Like, when we got on it, so episode two, like, that's how. Same exact thing. But start this from the very beginning of my career with Drastic Graphics. You know, when I was working and helping some of these really big podcasts grow from the start, this company, Malcolm Media was involved. They were the producer of a lot of these shows. And when a lot of my clients went and got rich as fuck and started blo- Oh, yeah, we're, we're about good. 10 we're minutes. Good. We can yeah, it started blowing up and really started really, really, really blowing up. World tour level blowing up was, was when they came into the equation. So I've just been aware of all these different companies in this industry and who, who the leaders are over the years and who the game changers are. And um, it was probably about a year ago. It was right after they, they had a huge deal with this company, Money Lion. And when it happened, it just inspired me. Like I need to, I need to try to make something happen with these guys. I know it's time. I know we're ready. We're at the level and you know, we can go into their credentials a little bit more, but I just sensed, and I've had moments like this in my life where it's like, I just know it's right. And I started moving forward with trying to make some big connection happen between this company and dope as usual. So then it didn't happen right away, and it usually never does. It takes some back and forth. It takes not getting all caught up in your own feelings if somebody's, you know. You must have told me five, six hundred times. Yeah. Malcolm, I mean, I'm just making, you know, I'm just talking. Just letting know what's going on. Yeah, letting things happen. So much. You want to raise somebody's awareness. Without bugging the shit out. Yeah, you know, you got it. When you're dealing with people on this high level, you got to understand what they got going on. And that you're dealing with company with hundreds of people. And it takes time. We know this from dealing with all of our brand partners. Mm-hmm. It takes time to get things done and to get things to happen that you want to happen for your show through these companies. I mean, consider what we're doing here. We're going out to the biggest companies in the world and just pitching ourselves, trying to make a business through it. So that's what this is. And it involves tons of just communication, effectively communicating every time I communicate with them through our information decks and through our phone calls and through all these different things. So anyway, a couple months went by and we're just, we're just keeping the interest. We're just going back and forth. And then when, you know, the timing was right, we really brought Thomas into the equation. We've been taking calls with their team 
And we're getting to the point now that we just went and actually visited the facility. And I, I'm, I'm sure I'm probably leaving out a lot. No, that Marty left out so much fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, okay, okay, okay. Let me bring this back a little bit. All right, so let me go into a little <laughs> bit more detail with this. All right, guys, you got to imagine. When I, when I first started this shit back in 2014, 2015, this shit was like being behind the scenes was not cool. And I was so far behind the scenes that I was like, damn, I really would like to be a part, I'm a part of this. I would like to be a part of all this cool shit going on. But I'm a remote person. I'm, I'm just back here while all this cool shit's going on yeah. up in Santa Monica. For years, it was like that. And it didn't make me resentful or anything more than just like knowing, A, this can happen. B, you made it, helped make it happen. Huge role. Play your role. Because it's not always time. Like, you can't. If I'm trying to come and work for dope as usual, I can't be trying to be Yola. I got to come in and fill the role that's needed. You know, that's not the role I that's needed. That, yeah. I got to come in and fill the role that's needed. I realized that back then. But there was maybe a year or two of figuring out, like, who's my friend and who's my client and who's both. Yeah. Because it's a very blurry line that you can get your fucking feelings hurt. If you think just because somebody's your client, you're going to be hanging around all like friends and participating. Not even cool hanging shit. around all the time, but just like, yo, come by. Yeah. A personal relationship. It's let's, always let's chill. I was always wanting that, but it just wasn't the situation with my clients. I was, mm. they're my clients. I was, I realized like I'm a business who can have many clients. I'm not defined by these shows that I work for. It's not, that's not my career, but I'm just managing what turned into be a lot of clients. But there was that element of it where I'm out here without any friends too. I'm completely alone uh, with just April. And it's like when you're attached to all this cool shit, it's like, yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, like just working in my fucking office, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you it's like these joints, the too. grind of it. Wait, did you roll anything up? Oh, you got a pretty, okay. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Payaso. Payaso, thank you very much. Um, so let me let me let me interject real quick. We're not gonna say about all the shows and everybody, but Marty helped. Look, man, SEO and booking tickets and everything is what a comedian lives on. So Marty's essentially going, "Hey, hey here's your money. I'm gonna spoon feed you your shit here." But like with me, I am not rich. I'm trying, but the second I got some money, that's why I fucking got the. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yo, bro, thank you for fucking helping and making this happen. I feel like those rich motherfuckers that you work with didn't even mm -hmm. want to do that. No. And it, bug, it bugs the fuck. Well, that's just because mm -hmm. it's like me. It's like, I go out of my way for anybody. But for somebody to like, yo, this kid Marty that just moved from Buffalo is crushing it. He's doing so much. Don't invite him to anything. Yeah, no, coming. Fuck him. That's basically how I felt. Yeah. When but, I'm talking, it's like, mm -hmm. it's okay. It's not, you're working. It's fine. It's not that. It's more of like, it's not a team. It's like, oh, um, yeah, here, here. Like we need to be a team. Like I was yeah. saying, I won't get into it yet, but I'm talking about the pound thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. day one. I that's don't own how a I've company. always moved. Like you there know? was times where I'd have a really great idea for a product. Motherfuckers would go and do it. And just, hey, thanks. Hey, need yeah, some, not give you no money. Need some graphics for that shit. We're not going to tell about that, but, but Marty's helped a lot of motherfuckers. There's been a lot of situations where I could have really gotten fucking butthurt and didn't because I saw I the greater picture. Butthurt. There's been, and that's nothing, Pissed. there's, that's fucking nothing compared to really what I, uh, you know, the grand scheme of things. But there was years where I just knew, okay, I'm going to play my role. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to, this is opportunity. All I ever wanted in life was some opportunity. 
But I was also starting over because April had already been with me for this whole music run they have marathon. Restart. Now I'm restarting at the bottom. <coughs> That's what I told Rosie. I was fucking killing it with packs. I go, you gonna be broke with me? You down? Okay, it's cool. You just gotta know. And know that it's gonna happen. And yeah. You just got all right, so sorry. Mm-hmm. Marty, when you start doing the Super Bowl commercials and shit, they introduced you to them, correct? No. Oh, oh, no, that's that just Panay. Sorry, that's just yeah, Panay. Sorry, separate. it's two separate things. Yeah. It's all TV, so yeah. it's kind of confused me. Mm-hmm. I thought you met them through them. So I was, I was always aware podcast. of them because they were you're you podcasting. Know, yeah, they were okay, the so studio. Malka is a production company. I mm-hmm. guess you could call it A to Z. Okay. Sorry, I know we started rant and talk shit. Here we go. Yeah, they we do a lot. Yeah, they they manage anything. NFL players. They're deep. They're, we'll get more into that. But anyway. You know, I just was aware of them because they were a player in a lot of the shows that I worked on. And then my boy Nick, uh, Nick Davis, who I have the book with, full-time podcaster. And for everyone out there that don't know, go if you want, if you like podcasting, full-time podcaster. Number one, what was it? Number one seller on Amazon. Yeah, it was an Amazon top seller. It's on Audible. Marty's book, all right? Yeah. Marty and Nick's. Go check that shit out. Before I ever met you, you did that shit. Right before. Right before. Yeah, it's, I want to go back and watch it, actually, because it's probably cute how fucking much I thought cute. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cute. Um, <coughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. I know a lot of people are like, yo, what are you talking about? Let's get into this. Mm-hmm. Marty's been working on this deal for a very long time. Like, yo, I'm just planting seeds. Planting seeds, putting in their head. And then he showed them me, not just the pocket. They go, wait, this fucker's got a cult following outside of the show. They had no idea I did weed shit. Like there's a lot of it's I don't a bigger picture. I don't tell I know my fucking trainer didn't know what I did for fucking four months. Like I don't tell motherfuckers what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like oh yeah I just do production. That's what I always say. I do production, mm-hmm. commercial stuff, yeah. and then I bounce because I don't want motherfuckers like change their opinion on me. Like yeah. oh I saw pictures full of forty packs, <laughs> or I don't know who's who. They're like next time he comes here, hey that fool's got money, rob this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's who. So damn, I was off topic. Marty's been working <laughs> on this deal for a very long time. He introduced me to them. Want to bust it out now? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so they oh they, they run they run what they they produce and run run what shows, Marty. Currently, they produce Mike Tyson's Hot Boxing Podcast. They produce Showtime's All the Smoke with Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson, and a bunch of other shows coming out of there. But namely, those two main ones: East uh, the West Coast shows. They got All About the Smoke, Mike Tyson. And they may or may not have picked up another show of two super, super high-ass dudes. Name the Dope As Usual podcast, guys. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> we are now signed to Malcomedia 100%. Uh, we went and picked out our set. We went and had our meeting is what, is what happened. We went and had our meeting, guys. We walk into, what, 25 people working in an office. That's the, that's the marketing. Oh, they're editing. They do the edits. That's the they design that. team over that's there. That's the design team. The sales team over sales here. Team over here. Like, shh, shut up. That's all just me and Marty. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, there's help? He goes, yeah, that guy. When I met the super cool Dan yeah. with the curly hair, he goes, oh, I just get all the files and everything, and I get him to the social yeah. media guy. That's, that's all I do. Like, he's like, I'm quality content. What that means is. Not all he do. I don't want to downplay Yeah, that's one of his roles. That's one of like, his roles. All, there's so many different roles that we play within the show that it was so nice because it's like. To the level of commercial productions when I go film for the fucking Super Bowl. It's that level of setup where it's like, oh, I'm quality control. So the editor hands it off to me to make sure it's perfect before I hand it off to the social media and the team to upload the episodes. Like, 
This is going to level up the show so much that it's hard to even. It was really, just shocking. Yeah, quantify. Like some of the other big ass podcasts are, are there too. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the big podcasts I see on TikTok and shit. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that's their set? Yeah, they're it's set small. up. It's mm-hmm. small. They do such good movie mm-hmm. magic, guys. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was a huge room. Like, no, no, it's just, it's just a little room. I won't get into it. But he showed us, like, yo, we were there to pick out our space. What do you guys want? Sorry. <laughs> okay. In, se- in September, <laughs> we're moving. Yeah, season three. Season three starts September. We're moving out of this fucking mm-hmm. building. I'm keeping it for push trees and put and, and filming. But we are moving, guys. Just the podcast. Marty and I are going to be driving into work now. Yep. It's ready. We walk in the back. There are about eight production people, people that do lights, camera mm-hmm. operator, this operator, sound this, sound that, blah, 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 blah. I go, shut the fuck up. Like, we don't do anything. Bro, you don't touch anything. Oh, Christina, you guys are so cool. <laughs> and I looked at Marty. I tried to side eye Marty, and I saw him doing this. <laughs> Try not to <laughs> smile. I saw it too. You're like, try to hold it back. And um, sorry, I won't get into it name wise, but we checked out a room. He goes, You guys didn't have this room. And he goes, Marty, you'll get a kick out of this. A certain, certain comedians uh, Marty worked for for eight years, helped him start everything. Fired Marty over a fucking text message. Bugged me more than probably bugged him. Uh-huh. Fired him over a text message. Parted ways. A fucking text message <laughs> after eight years, yeah. bro? Yeah. Uh-huh. This was recent. I think because our... Sh- who cares? We walk in. He goes, you'll get a kick out of this, Marty. You know them. We walk in. And I just like, shut the fuck up. It's their set. I'm not going to get into everything, but they were let go. And he goes, you want this room? We look at each other. No, we're good. <laughs> and we left like, whoa, tables turn quick. They just fired you over a text. Still f- cool. Business. Business is business. Could have called. And, and fu- called. But it wasn't a firing. It was like a. We're going to go. It was more of a, hey, I'm getting fired and I can no longer keep you. <laughs> but that was before we knew. So I was butthurt. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. we walk in and go, what the fuck? Nah, we'll get a different room. He's like, we're picking sets. Like, he's like, what do you guys want to be? I'm like, Shut the fuck he, up. Yeah, he got it. That's why I love him because he gets it. So that we had to chuckle over that. Then we're like, nah, we'll go. We'll take the set next to Tyson. Yeah, then we go in the back. <laughs> we walk in. And there's a bunch of dudes doing set shit. I look, I'm like, that's Mike Tyson's set. All right, hot boxing. Cool. It's all Mike Tyson mm-hmm. shit set out. I'm like, movie magic. Movie fucking magic. These lenses mm-hmm. make it look like you're 30 feet mm-hmm. away and real tight, but you're just fucking right there. Dude, their camera work and their operators must be so fucking good. Because I thought yeah. that room was filmed in a mm-hmm. fucking massive Any warehouse. one of the lenses in there is worth more than our set. And all of our whole set. So the show's going to look better, okay? <laughs> but we look at him like, yo, that's Tyson's fucking set, man. And look left, I'm like, that's all about the smoke set. And they go, so you'll be here. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that we're going to be, again, recreating the set in a new, on a real set, though. Wayne's World shit. Yeah. Remember when they come back after they sign, they go, mm-hmm. whoa, it looks just like your basement, Wayne. That's what we're doing. Except there's no Rob Lowe. Okay, there's no Rob Lowe the, to, to screw us up. Yeah, so... We couldn't have both felt better about the whole thing. I was just trying to look so at much, you. Yeah. I was too excited. <laughs> I was like that. We were trying to show it like that, but it's gonna. It's such an opportunity. It's such a one in a million opportunity to level up the show and retain complete creative control over the show. One hundred percent. But now we're talking about a talent agency, a booking agency that can book, not real that can 
he specialize he said, in booking A level, A list. Well, what do you say? You want Steph Curry? Get Steph Curry. <laughs> oh yeah, because you guys are the fucking guys. It's different. We're their new show. That's really what's going on. We're their new yeah. show that they're pitching to all their brand sponsors. Like, yo, here they are. Here's mm-hmm. their decks, and we have badass fucking pitch yeah. decks. Like they just, you know, they just flew down to Texas, so they set up a set, a remote set to film the episode at Rogan's. Rogan and Tyson was not filmed here. It was filmed in fucking Texas. They recreated the set, and they recreated it in New York when Tyson's in New York. Guys, they break the whole set down like a movie. All the walls collapse. Everything gets put away. <laughs> fake brick. Shocked. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Not even I'm not even done. Everybody in the back gets high. <laughs> Everyone was that like, was smoke? the most like, astonishing shit. The fuck. There was a fucking gravity bong right there on the tailing. I'm gonna like this place. <laughs> and I told Mario like the day one, episode one, I'm buying a pound of weed and I'm gonna distribute it through all the production people. And go, guys, thanks for making our show sick. Mm-hmm. Just to do it. And that's what I mean. Like, thank you. We're fucked. Thank you, because we yes. couldn't have been more fucking grateful for this shit. Even though, yeah, we're paying you. Still, like a pound of weed to somebody, like it's everything. It's I just love nice. This new show. What I want everybody to realize is that we're just the underdogs in this shit. We're the little guys. By far, situations types, types don't dead, happen actually. like this. We're Not only dead. are we the little guys, but we're blackballed as fuck. So, like, celebrities. And we're the only fools that can't dunk and fucking knock you out in that room. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Barnes, like. What's up, you fucking giant, Mike Tyson? What's up, you fucking giant? <laughs> He's my height and shit. My God, these are fucking... F- Steven Jackson, how big, bro? I'm be the shortest guy in the fucking room, dude. Marty would be like, yeah, you're like, a, you know, maybe a point guard. Possibly, if you just could jump. Not even. But I'm saying, dude, we're going to yeah. be in the fucking room with fucking legendary athletes, bro. Just mm-hmm. filming our show. Yeah. <laughs> to me... Blows my fucking mind. And my mom lost her shit. Yeah. You know she's a Mike Tyson fanatic. I was so happy I was I got the iPhone footage of that one. Oh yeah. I fucking FaceTime my mom because I was like, hey, look. She's like, where the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. So yeah, my mom's a super fucking Mike Tyson fanatic, bro. Mm-hmm. But anyway, guys, that's the big news we've been talking about, okay? Yeah, and they are like it's easy to get it confused because they're very in with showtime. Yes, I confused it too but because the way he was talking about it yeah, at the meeting. Like they're they work with Showtime, they but they also can work with any. Like this opens the door to any big platform that might want to come work with the show. So, so that's what gives us more like it's not just two potheads mm-hmm. at a warehouse you might get robbed at. Mm-hmm. You're walking into a professional fucking movie studio, yeah, like a like not movie show like set up with thirty five workers and production guys and fucking. It's stuff. a lot different. It's a lot different. Gated parking. You pull up. We lock you up. Looking at, I'm just like, I can't wait to come to work. Mm-hmm. I don't care where I live. It's gonna be so exciting. It's fucking shocking, guys. I, me and Marty, we 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 both walked out. We 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 stood outside for half an hour, just yeah. going, bro, what the fuck, bro, what the fuck. <laughs> so yeah, guys. But the other layer of it is super that cool. It's gonna free up about four days a week for me to just try Do to more build content. this brand more. More try content. To. Marty has four free days. Oh. Starting September, Marty doesn't have to edit anymore. He doesn't have to upload. He doesn't have to touch the cameras. He doesn't have to fucking get the files. He doesn't have to do Blow the lights, clips, do, all the thumbnails. do the clips, upload. We're going to start. It's going to be a slow fade out, you know? Well, they're going to shadow us. Eventually, they're going to be taking that over so that we can just be out doing live shows, out doing live podcasts, other people shit. Only having to worry about the podcast on the premiere 
and the day we film it. It's a different life for me. Cause now it's like, if I look at my schedule, I've been keeping track of what I do every day for a couple months now. And it's like, there's not, there, there's never a day where it's not a full day worth of shit going on. No. And I'm just at a point now where it's like, I want to build my own brand. I want to build this brand. Like he's like, uh, we were saying in our meeting, Thomas was like, so, you know, like he let go of all of his clients basically, um, <coughs> in the interest of growing the podcast. And one of the dudes is like, you can go now you'll have more time. You can go get more clients again. I'm like, Don't that's not the goal. It's I've moved on to a different chapter in my career that it's it's about this now it's about building this brand doing all the different things that that, that takes so see, if we can put out a vlog and an episode a week mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure people would be happy i'm pretty sure you guys would be like yo a fucking vlog of mm-hmm. marty and thomas just getting fucked up yeah oh wait it's clean channel doing other stuff i don't know stuff be cool what are we at 30 we're doing fucking great yes so, so thank you guys. Our goal, like, first of all, there's, there was a, I want to highlight this. There was a bunch of mini goals with a, with a big goal in mind. First mini goal, let's conceptualize the show and bring it to life. Okay. Season one, we started it. What was the next goal by season three? We want to noticeably have this at a different level where we're like doubling our current viewership. Just uh, we're saying this cause we're talking to you guys. Cause we know you're aspiring entrepreneurs. Just me and him. You look at that info deck image that I just posted up in my story. All the different brand sponsors. Just how many us. different corporate companies? About 20 of them that we were able to just get ourselves, basically, despite being blackballed to death, despite all the weed shit, despite saying what we want, being explicit as fuck, before the big company came in. So that's something I'm super proud of because only, we're only 71 episodes in. I guess 29 episodes left. Do that pull up. See, <laughs> just for all the numbers, all the support, all the watch time hours, it's like it's just so special. It's just Unreal. very unique, and we're just grateful. Weird. And like, just know that we've we're just now getting started. Like I said, like this is like the end. Feels like wrapping up season two over these next couple of weeks is kind of like coming towards the end of this finish line. Once we get there, a whole new marathon just starts. About to start. So I'm fucking fired up. I haven't been fired up like this since. Since I realized that we could start the show, because you get all fired up, I told I told you when we were standing outside. While we were still standing outside the building, I'm like, "All right, my excitement phase is already passed. I'm now." Oh, just it only lasted for 25 up. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was excited until I got in the car with. All right, what the fuck? Now it's game time. Done? Now it's like, what else can I get done right now? It's like when you end a basketball season, you go into the off season. You're just thinking about getting ready, what it's going to take to go start that next season. It's exactly what it's like right now. Everything I need to read more. Everything Marty said sounded great. I would have been like, "Yo, guys, thank you for making this possible. It's fucking tight." And that would have been. <laughs> I don't read. And I would have moved on. But you fucking, you understand what I said? This will put like fucking twelve articulated ass fucking paragraphs together right now. I just want people to understand because we're a part of the class of the first people that are using the internet like this to, to be, have your own little small business and then connect with a community and then try to give back to that community. I was trying to explain this. No, none of the comedians have it like this. Like we are, the fans are a part of everything that we do. We think about them with every decision we make, every Literally. guest we book, every show theme we go into, everything. every decision, every ad partner we work with. We consider the fans first and Nobody else, I feel like, really does that. They just want to get through their ad reads. And would I say that they don't? Maybe just don't watch enough people. 
So I don't want to be that like, could yo, very we're well the coolest. Yeah. Not I've never, saying. and all the people I've ever worked with, I've never had worked with somebody <coughs> that cared so much, that's in the premieres, that's in the comments. But also, that, they're rich as fuck and famous. Yeah. They got it no matter what. Mm-hmm. We're not in the premieres because it, it's good look and it makes us more money. It doesn't make us fucking money. We do it because we know the fans and be like, yo, you know what the fuck happened? They text us home be like, we well, just got reply right now. Oh, mm-hmm. get in the chat. That's what it's for. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's why it's different because we think of we think of the people that like the show as just like our extended friends, not just like people that we can, you know, sell tickets to and shit. Yes. That that's really the difference. And that's why we're gonna have longevity. Because it's a real community. It's not just like, oh, we're hot, we're cool, we're fucking celebs, we're fucking famous. It's like, no, we took the stairs no. to get here. And that's why I've been trying to post up so much like throwback shit or whatever on my Instagram. Because now that we're experiencing this success, now that this fucking shit is working, that everything is aligning. And there's like so many little funny little nuances to it. Like the fucking universe is funny while it's all happening. Little things we're talking about here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is just making me feel even more Every time we've been played, or you or I've mm-hmm. been like, oh, it's all right. We'll get past it. Watch. Mm-hmm. Watch what the fuck I do. Mm-hmm. How many times have we said that? Watch mm-hmm. what happens. That's universe, what is, universe is on our side. And then look, like we walk in the room and go, no, nah, we'll take a different set. Not the energy we need in this one. We'll go right by Mike Tyson. Like, oh, the option. <laughs> the option to say that. And it was real. Yeah. It was like. But it was funny because he knew that we were going to take that other set. He, he just wanted up. to say I, He knew it was up. But yeah, everybody out there, everybody we've met so far at Malka, very cool. None of them are like, hey, that guy was kind of nothing. No. I had I left going, if that's the place they come to work once a week, I'm not mad at that. That is fu- that's cool. That's a cool environment in yeah. there. They can I, just do shit we can't do. Yeah, they can do. There's 12 people to do fucking everything. So i just so happy to walk in. Get fucking shit faced and go. All right, I'm gonna take off. (laughs) (laughs) Marty, do you want to go get high after this or something? Because now we can. Exactly. Let's go film it. Let's go bomb rounds. Fucking fuck yeah, Yeah. we're gonna crush it. All right, all right. So that there is, guys. guys. There's the news. There's the one of the one fucking thing of news that we have. I know there's more. I'm just. This is the first time we've ever not written notes. I was just hyped. New table. Everything's fucking yeah. going great. We got the fucking yeah. deal. And like I like to highlight also, we're not stopping improving the set even though we're getting ready to move pretty I soon. I know. We're just updating everything. We're about to move in like a month or Who two months. <laughs> put a couple thousand dollars into the set fuck two it. weeks before it we move. It looks so sick in here though. Yeah, it really does. Um, so, one more thing. Marty's shirt, insane. Cool as fuck. Let's That's go. a custom shirt for the set that guy made yep. for him. I, see, I saw it on Instagram. I hit him up. I'll pop his name up on the screen. Splash. Splash. And uh, yeah, I really liked it because I love these. I thought it would just match the set so nice. So then he got all fired up and he he made a video of himself on his Instagram making my particular shirt, which is really cool. Pretty tight. I'll share that. I like it. It's handmade out in Colorado and shit. He fucking dries it out on a rock in the mountains. On a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Looks Looks like a snake. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, damn, that... Look crazy on the side. Hey, what's up, guys? Just wanted to take a moment to talk about one of our sponsors, and this is SeatGeek. 
Use our code at checkout, which is dope as usual, and that's going to get you $20 off of any ticket. Before we get into it, guys, right now, if you download the SeatGeek app and your first ticket, no matter what event it is, if it's football, if it's a concert, if it's an opera, if you don't know what SeatGeek is, let me explain it a little bit. Once you download the app, you can search any concert, any venue, any sporting event, anything. And once you find the event you want to go to, there will be a green dot by every seat or a red dot. Green means a great deal. Red means not. Use our code at checkout, which is dope as usual, and that's going to get you $20 off of any ticket. It's literally that easy, guys. It's the easiest way you can save money on any event ever. Whether you want to go see a concert or a USC 276 that's coming up, you're going to get the best deal online that you could possibly get when you download SeatGeek. So once again, if you're interested in anything, if you want to go anywhere, remember, go outside, go have fun. If you're going to do anything, remember to use our code that's dope as usual that's going to get you $20 off of any ticket. So go ahead and download the SeatGeek app right now and go do something. All right, Twitch, dope as Yola, dope underscore as underscore Yola. That is my Twitch. I just got my PC, got my cameras, got my shit, my extra monitors coming. I got my keyboard, got my mouse. I got fucking everything ready to go to start streaming next week. We're going to go hard. And I already talked to Franklin. He's coming over. We're going to do GTA fucking live with Franklin. Get high as shit. We got to set it up because soon Marty's going to be able to be like, Marty, you want to come hang out you know, for a couple hours? I'm like, yeah. I don't have anything to do right now. So, yes, my kids are at school. Like, that's going to be epic. You've never, never had that. Yeah. <laughs> you went from being kid uh-huh. to having kids yeah, and working until today yeah yeah i haven't hung out since you haven't hung out since yeah so i would think it'd be very cool for you uh-huh um yes twitch dope as yola dope underscore like i said everything um twitch is starting pc looking good everything's tight <clears throat> so i want to get onto one more piece of information a pretty cool fucking win this whole episode man sound this is so bomb do we talk about Rosie's shit yet? No. Oh, we didn't. There's more win. You guys know I grew up fucking poor as shit. You guys know that. You guys know all these things about me. You guys have heard it. It is awesome. I mean, being poor sucked dick. I'm saying <laughs> this is awesome now. Like I talked about the other day. It's like blank check. Like, here, kid, here's some money. Like, ah! That's how I'm living. It's so fucking weird. I went to the toy store, Frankenstein's, and spent so much money and went, the little me is dying inside, going, oh, God, I wish I could be there with you. I wish you could, too, motherfucker. Now get out of here. And then, oh, I'm, I'm high. So, Rosie and I are having a conversation. Are you, you sure we didn't talk about this on the show? We haven't. About we her. Haven't. Yeah, we haven't. Rosie, I want her. To get, I want to get her a car. I want to get her a car. We always have to Uber, even though we're adults and shit. We live here. We're not poor. So like, yo, why don't we just get you another car? I'm like, yo, let's do it. And I know what Rosie wants. And we went to the Porsche dealership and went, oh, my God, we're in a Porsche dealership. There's a businessman over there. That's how I felt like that guy's got a tie on. Shopping. Oh, I'm an adult. Oh, my God. Dr. Drew's in this motherfucker. Yeah, there was Dr. Drew's in there. I was in Pasadena, too. Like, oh, Dr. Drew's about to walk in. And I'm going to be here in my fucking shorts and vans. Uh-huh. They don't take me serious anywhere I go until they go, no, no, no I want to. Can we run the credit? Like, yeah. They don't take me serious anywhere I go because it's just like, hi. <laughs> but fuck them. Anyway, I'm like, hey, can we look at this 911? And Rosie found, Rosie found a 911, red on red. It was bomb as fuck. I looked at it and go, I can't fit in here. So we'd left. I thought I was always missing something it's about so Porsche. It's so small. They're badass. It's small. I can fit in there. But I'm going to look like Bowser from fucking Mario Kart. I'm going to be like this hanging out. My, I'm going to roll it down just so I can fit in the car. Nah. So I mean, Rosie, we should think of something else. 
about the Panamera. I'm like, oh, that shit looks like a fucking Tesla. So we just didn't do it. But the uh, the fact that I went, Rosie, when we left, I'm like, do you believe that we just went into a Porsche dealership? Not just to look, because you kind of want to get it one. I'm like, this is fucking incredible. I saw the price and went, ow, not bad. Anyway, it's weird, right? It's weird not being uh, struggling. It's fucking odd. The other day, we're looking for, so anyway, we're actively looking for a car for Rosie. I'm like, fuck it. Whether we get you a, anything doesn't matter. We just went to Porsche because we're like, fuck, let's go check it out. And then we're driving around. I see a G-Wag. I'm like, damn, that's a tall-ass truck. She always wanted the GLE. It's an AMG. It's a GLE. It's a SUV, right? <clears throat> she always wants it. She has it on her screensaver. She's always talked about, like, one day we'll get it. It's fucking expensive. We're like, well, one day we'll get it. Because I had my blue car, the Mercedes, on my screensaver. And that's our car. It's both of our cars. But there's always a car that she wanted. So we're arguing. I'm like, nah, that bitch is the same height. That's the argument. I'm like, no, the G-Wagon is tall as fuck. I'm like, Rosie, it's the same fucking height. You think you're going to want that car? Because we're still talking about cars. Are like, you want that car? Look how big that fucking car is. Are you sure you're going to want to drive it? She's like, it's the same fucking height. I mean, I'm saying it's the same height. I'm high. For everyone out there, fuck. Jesus Christ. Put this joint down. It's the camera angle. It's fucking me up. Ready? You, you want a Miller Lite? I have one. <laughs> oh my God. My storytelling skills just went out the window. Stop. One second. This is bullshit. Sorry for everyone driving going, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Boom. Me and Rosie are driving around. I see a G-Wag. I go, that's a big car. And she goes, the GLE is smaller. And I say, no, it's not. It's the same height. She goes, Thomas, it's the same fucking, it's, I say it's the same height. She goes, Thomas, it's so much smaller. I tell her the GLE is the same height. Are you sure you want that car? It's too big. She hates driving the big cars now. So I go, Rosie, we're going to drive. I had two hours to kill to form a meeting. I go, we're going to go to Mercedes right now and I'm going to find the car and I'm going to stand next to it and show you. I walked in. I was wrong. She was completely fucking right. I was hella wrong. I went, Whoa. Yeah, the GLE is the same height as me. I thought it was like fucking 6'3". It's mm -hmm. like fucking 5'9 yeah. at most. Yeah, it's like it's a very it's unique like a coupe. shape. I didn't realize. I'm like, Rosie, you're right. So we walk into the Mercedes, right? We walk into Mercedes and go, hey, do you happen to have an AMG GLE SUV? And he goes, I have one and I just got it. I go, bullshit. All right, let's walk. to some random dude. Uh, I mean, a uh, car salesman just happened to stop us like, what do these kids want? Oh, what do you guys need? Go, do you have it? And he goes, I'll show you. We walk in to the showroom floor of Mercedes, and the car that Rosie builds on Mercedes, the same package, the same click this, click that for seats, click this for rent, click that, you know, you build a dream car. It's the same fucking car. On the showroom floor, the only AMG that they have with the thing on the top, a little exclusive something. And I look at it and go, are you fucking kidding me? You're right. Yeah, it is the same height as me. I thought it was tall. So I'm like, first off, I'm wrong. Second off, Rosie, get in this car. She gets in it, and it's the same car she's always wanted, like a movie. I look at the price, and I go, oh, my God. Because Mercedes discontinued 63s oh. for AMG. So now there's only five threes. The 6.3 of the car she wants is $70,000 more. And it's a, it's a, a GLE. It's an AMG 5.3, the car right in front of us. Rosie's in. I'm like, Rosie, I think we can get this fucking car. And guys, little me, 
I remember being so hungry in high school because I had no money and I was too proud to ask my grandpa for money. And this is my mom disowned me and fucking wrote, wrote off her rights. So I didn't get lunch tickets because I was technically under my dad in Oregon. So I didn't get lunch tickets. And my mom would have, my dad would have to sign me up, but he lived in Oregon. So I, I just told my grandpa I got lunch tickets because it was just me and him living together. I'm like, I am not asking my grandpa for money. No way. Fuck that. So I would just not eat, but not eating is not good for you. You should eat. So I was so poor and so broke. And I remember looking at the car going, we bought Rosie's car right then and there, guys. We fucking got the car. I, I remember I told you, I'm like, whoa. Oh, my God. I can't believe He goes, no, you're approved. I'm like, I know I am now. I didn't even have to look. Mm. And I know I fucking got it. Oof. When he walked away, I went, Rosie's like, are you sure? I'm like, are you worried? She goes, well, we're going to run our credit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Buy it. And that, in my mind, I just grew nine feet and went, ah! And then shook off all that little kid shit where I was like, God, I hate being poor. So, sorry, I'm, I'm not, in no way am I saying bragging shit. I am saying redemption shit. You're like, like Forrest when the sh- Yes, the when the fucking shackles. knee braces break off. <laughs> like, I'm in Simon Birch, and if I just started getting taller. That's what the movie's happening right now. I am Truman, and I finally fucking went, I'm leaving. I'm like, yeah, and I left all that shit and went, Rosie, you just bought yourself a fucking Mercedes on the showroom floor, motherfucker. He went, Took the fucking sign off as soon as I said it. He put a ribbon on it and put salt on the window. And I looked there like, oh my fucking God. And he goes, by the way, I have to go with you to the bank. You know, damn. So I have to actually watch you take the money. I'll go, he's like, it's a policy for us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Motherfuckers are scammers, I guess. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I had to ride with him to go to the bank. The bank denies you your money again and shit. <laughs> Not even that. I got the whole fucking money order. Everything's great. Super sick. I'm pulling back up to the fucking Mercedes. And I go. Spelled your name wrong. She spelled my name wrong. Oh, <laughs> no. no, no. She spelled the Calstar Motors wrong. She spelled it Carstar. I went, yo, she spelled you guys' name wrong. Is that good? Is that okay? He goes, no. No, you can't. You can't. Put the wrong person put on Put the a wrong check. fucking name on a check. And I told her. Told her, and I wrote it on paper. It's an honest mistake, but I remember thinking, of course. Bank was closed when you went back? No, oh, but I okay. went back, and they let me not wait in the long line. I went, no shit. What? Oh, my God. Shit is popping today. I just couldn't believe, like, this worked. The first time in my life, there was no hiccup. You know us. Yeah. There's a hiccup. I went, no, Rosie, bye. Mm-hmm. So by the time I went to my meeting, I got we had her shit. It's fucking Crazy. incredible, guys. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. We picked it up the next day. Anyway, that long ass elongated story was me just mumbling. Sorry. But yes, we finally got Rosie. Fucking car. Amazing. So fucking cool. I'm so stoked. I've been driving it more. It is so fun. Mm-hmm. It is better than my fucking blue car. I love <laughs> I didn't know I like SUVs. I've never driven one in my life. Uh, ever. Yeah. Never driven one behind the wheel. Wow. Oh, a Tahoe once, but that was it. It's got full fucking chiropractic style massage chairs yes, like in the mall. Those ones. Yes, the ones from the mall. That's the chairs I have. Rosie has in the front seats. For the first day we got it, we just sat there for like thirty minutes, and I just hit hash pens while this shit did different stuff to my back. <laughs> I felt like such an adult. We're Sorry. the first people ever at the table with like a corporate company. They're about to sign the deal with ripping double hash pens. <laughs> oh, during the meeting. Because the owner of the company during our meeting for Malka is just ripping a joint like that. I go, shut the 
Made me so happy. Okay. (laughs) So here's little old me. I go, wait. Like, we're cool to smoke? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I go, all right, cool, cool. (laughs) They don't rip hard enough if you only do one. They don't. See that? I'm trying to hit a dab, but I was just ripping these hash pets the whole meeting. I was just laughing like, my life. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) They get high, too. (coughs) That's when I knew. That's when I knew, too. I'm like, I love this place. Up until that point, I put everything, all my energy into this deal. But at that moment, I was like, this this is right. (laughs) Yes. Um. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I'm fucking hot. Why am I so high today? Oh, we woke up early and came straight here. Started no, I didn't wake up early. I'm saying like this is the first thing we did. Usually I have like a couple hours before we start. Uh-huh. I woke up late. Right? I woke up fucking late today. That's why I feel off. Damn it. I was out there ripping balls at about 6.05 this morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like to think I'm dedicated. I like to think like I'm disciplined. You are. You are dedicated. That's a dedication. Roll. You have to teach someone's outside. Yeah. I would do this. I'd walk up to my table, hit it, and uh, run back to my room while I'm blowing my smoke out. <laughs> I am not going outside to smoke bowls. I'd rather just wait till no, I wake up. I'm Fuck. The, I'm that. the David Goggins of weed smoking. Wait, and you stayed awake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant you smoked it and then like no, went back to bed. No, the party starts about six ten. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying now. The party starts. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Look at our wide angle over here, man. Let's go. We look like a real team. Uh-huh. We got to put something right here. Yep. Something fun. For a couple episodes. Yeah, for, yeah, for some episodes. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that was the news. I, I wasn't even going to talk about that. I completely uh, fucking car. We don't got to get deep into this. You said news. It made me think of it, but we might as well talk about it because it's what? super important. I mean, this massive shift in our human culture... Of America. I don't even think we should do it. No. You know why? Okay. Because YouTube's going to come after us. You, they are. You know they are. I thought come about on. it this morning and went, I'm just going to let the politicians talk about that one. We don't even say it. It's the dumbest fucking decision I've ever seen going, but, you don't, but you're a dude. <laughs> Fuck you got to say about this issue. Hold on. And let's leave it at that because you know. We're being fun today, you two. We're not saying some shit. Get age restricted on this. Dude, we got age restricted on two episodes in a row. Age restricted, not even demonetized. Fucking blocked the video. It's the worst thing. It makes us fucking feel. I also too. Yeah. What a great episode. The past two episodes. He was super fun and just chilling. Yeah, like it was all motivational. It was motivation. He was so positive, and they fucking blocked. Tell a homie about those last two episodes. Yes. YouTube is brutalizing. They really got us on that one. We're scared to talk about current events and shit about this episode. Dude, wait till we, wait till we're into the. That's another thing. Wait till we go to the other studio and go. Hey, this is our friends now. (laughs) You got to leave them alone. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Shit. It's one of the biggest things. Hey, oh. Instagram. Hey, YouTube. Yeah. Sorry, real quick. Today's the 23rd? 25th. Fuck off. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I told my daughter 10 years ago, you had the police at your fourth birthday party. <laughs> and then what was her birthday party this year, Marty? <laughs> On the fucking Newport Beach. She rented an Airbnb for a 14-year-old's birthday? Fucking April crushing it, it over there. Right? Literally, crushing it was on it. the beach she 10 years ago of her friends over there was fucking police at your party in <laughs> buffalo <laughs> look at you marty will call me sorry real quick this has nothing to do with anything marty will call me hey, you probably did it 10 times total 
But that's kind of a lot. I think it's funny. He calls me just like this. And I know that face. And I'm like, oh, what do you got to say, man? What's going on? And that face like, tell my kids how good they got it. Tell them what it was like for to grow up. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, my mom was on drugs and I didn't eat a lot. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? Like, oh, when I was 12, like, oh, when I was eight. I'm like, no, you guys are good. You have both parents. And you all have your own devices. And. You have air conditioning. You don't got to worry about gang violence. <laughs> you have it fucking made. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. See see what I'm talking about, Ariana? That's what he does yeah. every time. Like, there. see? Thank you. Thank you. You know what's fucked up is that it's like, in order for her to listen to me, her, like, you got to tell her or one of her friends. That some It's like starting to happen where her friends and her friends' friends are starting to be super fans of the podcast organically nice. without knowing that... She, and then finding that out, she's your, your dad. shout your out to all these kids dad. that are like talking good about the show to my daughter. Good, man. <laughs> that helps. Yeah, yeah, man. So sorry. I know that was off topic, but Marty hits me with that every yeah. so often. Tell them how good they got it. Man. Oh, man. You don't have to do it to anybody else but her, but she's mm-hmm. way older than the other kids, mm-hmm. too. Not way older, but you know. Yeah. I had a, uh, I thought of a funny story tied into that whole time frame. Uh, yesterday when I was driving around my Travis Barker story. What happened? So, oh, wait, I told you not to tell me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell it. What's up? Because it, it, it happened right around this talking about Ariana having the police at her fourth birthday party and shit, all this Jerry Seinfeld, not Seinfeld, Jerry Springer fucking situation unfolding with my family and all this shit. All right. Talk about dedication. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I told you the night my dad died, I was supposed to move to New Jersey the next day. Yes. So we we don't need to re-go through all this shit, but we went back. I was the one to find out he actually had passed. You know, I was almost basically getting ready to say goodbye to him anyway on a level because I was just so desperate to make something happen. I knew we had to make this move. We were moving to New Jersey to stay with April's aunt for a while because they had a really nice house and they, you know, like we just wanted to save up to try to buy a house, try to make a play to try to fucking get out here. So I was literally going there to say goodbye to my dad, knowing that I was going to move and I might not see him again. And uh, April went in to talk to him. And then, you know, when I went in to talk to him, he was passed. He passed out. So then. A week went by, and uh, we had his little funeral and stuff. And after that, we went to New Jersey. So I packed all our shit into a U-Haul by myself, and uh, I left way too late, and I drove off to New Jersey. And that was a time where I was, like, smoking joint shit, and there was a roadblock. I went through a roadblock. Oh, yeah, yeah. The police let, let me go and shit with all of our shit driving down to April's family's. So a lot of people probably go through this. You end up living with like a relative while you're like an adult. We were like, Ariana was like three or something. This was right before that birthday party incident. So we're in our early 20s or whatever. They had their whole life, their whole house. I get there late as fuck, not cool, already kind of starting off in a bad foot. I get there like 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, pulling up with the U-Haul. April and Ariana get there. And now we're living in New Jersey, central Jersey, kind of like super suburban, really nice. I'm, I'm trying to be close to New York City so that I can, you know, get my music going. That's the whole point. Yeah. They're by New York City. So 
soon as I got there, I found a studio. I'm pitching my shit. I'm networking around and shit. I had a light couple little, very light connections in New York City. Um, but I also got April's family looking at me like, you guys are broke. <laughs> Is that what I thought you were saying? Because we are the pointless for us to save up money. You know, we were just broke. Like we both worked. That's just it wasn't cutting it. I don't know what the fuck it was. Like we both worked and we were always broke, but so was everybody, and everybody always worked. Not in America. I don't know how that always was the case. So yeah. I had to uh I had to try to find a job. I, I was doing graphics. I was just starting to hustle graphics. You know, I was, I would go into every single city on Craigslist. This is just when I started doing this. Name the city in America. I had a favorites list of every city, their arts and media design section. I would go and I would be refreshing these pages fucking constantly Jesus. looking for new job postings to respond to. And then I was just on Craigslist, just did that. That was what I was doing in this phase. I wasn't, I didn't have the skills to go get a real job doing this shit yet. So I found on Craigslist a job doing mortgage insurance. <laughs> Not graphics? <laughs> I had to find a job because I was fucking broke as fuck and living with my wife's family. And they, they wanted me to be saving money. So even like right away, like, right away we were kind of restarting our lives out there we put our on in preschool and um so i found this job and it was with this dude this older dude he's probably 50 he lived close to where she lived and he kind of takes me under his wing now he's like i can tell he's a religious dude like like a bible dude and i could tell that this company kind of has like religious undertones but it was something <laughs> it was something okay. so how the but, fuck is this tra oh sorry keep going i feel like it's going to be such an odd ass way that travis barker <laughs> yeah you know religious undertones <laughs> so i'm telling you that to let you know just this is uncomfortable for me i'm not i, I couldn't want to do this shit less i'm a fucking rapper i'm, I'm a out fucking here, rapper I'm out here to push my rap career forward not work for fucking jesus <laughs> corporate <laughs> I'm a fucking rapper. You think I want to be doing this? I get what you're saying. Okay. So you do a mortgage insurance. The so man. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm having to learn this. I have to get licensed by the state in order to start working. So I have to shadow this fool for two months before I even get the chance to get paid. Maybe a month. It might've been a month. It might've been two months. It wasn't that long. It's white slavery. <laughs> was that man white or not whitest dude alive couldn't have been white still white slavery yeah white on white white on white slavery yeah so he um so he's kind of acting like i'm gonna be like his apprentice in this and that's cool because he's got a big ass house i can tell he's doing well i'm trying to make something happen i see what you're you're a young dude you're like this fool has a plan i'm young as I fuck see what he did. i'm yeah. like coming out of lackawanna like just trying to make something happen anything i need i'm at ground fucking zero here just moved in with my wife's family. We'd, we had had our own like rental houses and apartments and shit before, up, leading up to that. Too like, soon. Ground zero joke in, in, in New York joke was too soon, oh, Marty. Come on. 
<laughs> I know, but you said it went, damn, those were close together. <laughs> Sorry, keep, continue. I'm just talking shit. Lackawanna. <laughs> so I start, like, doing all this training and shit to get licensed for insurance in fucking New Jersey. And oh, I'm going back and forth to Philadelphia with him. Like, I would drive his How close is that? It's a couple hours. It's maybe oh, okay. like central New Jersey to Philly's maybe two to three hours. Wow. So, but it's like pressure. I'm like on my toes around this dude. Like, I'm kind of, he's looking at me as probably white trash. Like, cleaning up how I talk and shit. And like, kind of like, hey, I can tell you like, I, I was going through a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I was just real rough still. Trying to have a real job. Marty was Def Jam fight for <laughs> New York still. Trying to be corporate. <laughs> just trying to do anything. I didn't ask for this fucking job. Marty was still Craigslist stomping had. his Tim's yeah. when he walks in. Yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. So, but I had to make something happen because now I'm under the scrutiny of April's family, you know. Not, not in a bad way, but living like, in their house. We were broke. Yeah. I just thought about that. <laughs> I get it. You're living with someone's family. Yeah. You're automatically doing this. I'm sorry. Am yeah. I bad? I'm, I'm, bad. I'm trying I'm, to be quiet. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> yeah. I order out. I you guys are shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, but but even they're, everything they're watching that you buy, even they're not they're be, they're amazing. Yes, but they're not just, doing that. But for you going, if I was flipped, I'd yeah. be like, "Come on, motherfucker, will you buy and shit? Get out of here." Uh-huh. That's how yeah. you feel because I mm-hmm. get. And mind you, you know, it. my dad had just died like a week ago. So like, I, when that happens, it's like a. That's why I knew I could do the podcast the day after my ma died because I knew beyond that. It's going to be a fucking year before I can really talk about this shit. I came in here the day after my mom died and did the podcast. That's true. You know, so, because I had already gone through that type of shit. But go back to now, I'm 24, 23 in there and dealing with the shit for the first time. You know, so that's like, that's pain that hits in waves that never ends. You know, it's like, but I was fresh to it. I hadn't, I hadn't dealt with any that level yet <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. or witness my ma go through that it was just it was a weird time and i'm under a ton of pressure now you know so uh i started doing this training and i'm shadowing him meaning we go out on a saturday okay let me try to frame this so people understand we're selling people mortgage insurance I, I don't think mortgage insurance is a fraud. It's not. It's not a scam. But it's like, it takes a lot of sales. It was almost like collections. So for people that had expressed interest in this mortgage insurance, he's got a whole stack of papers of these people, and he's kind of just showing up at your house. Like, hey, you had said you were interested in this. Maybe we already followed up with you fucking 10 times, but let's talk about this mortgage insurance. So we're driving around central New Jersey doing this shit. And it doesn't always really go well. You know, like we'd hit a bunch of houses. Some houses we'd go in. We're just, we're fucking going to random people's houses, sitting at their tables, just midlife for them. They're just going about their day. This really isn't even scheduled. You know what I mean? Like they took a survey. They said they might be interested in this shit at one point. And he's going in there as a salesman. That's movie shit. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. I didn't know that was real. That sounds horrible. Couldn't, as, for somebody that's an introvert that doesn't like talking to people. Oh, 
No! I didn't even think about this. You hate humans and shit. You don't want to be around anybody that you don't. Oh, Marty's. You're like me sometimes. Mm-hmm. I hate being in situations I don't want to be in. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. I'm fine. I was used to it more at that phase of my life. I was I had done Not collections. Even that though, dude, you have to go up and talk to people. This is in person. This is in shit. person. You're door knocking more than April did. Yeah, yeah, for this little run, and but he's also like taking me down to conferences in Philadelphia, like you know, like leadership training, you know, where like people from all that are. He was grooming this, you. <laughs> It, I, for this fucking business, like, it was cool. There was, it was all right. Like, uh, these people are all wearing ties and shit, and they're all. You got one pant leg rolled up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm wearing Tim's and shit. I know. Yeah, so, I can see you. Yeah, you have a beanie, but it's tilted. I'm just. I'm. This is me then now still. Yeah. Like uh, more New York. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, and I was just young. So I hadn't d- done anything yet. I was just. You know, I was I was stoic still. I was me. I was just I had to live this whole life to just try to make my own life happen. So I'm here with you, but really I'm actually over I'm this myself is off in the fucking future somewhere. And I'm I'm lying to you to pretend like I give a fuck about this to try to somehow use it to get over to where I want to be. That's it. And for everyone that's stupid and high, he's not talking about this situation. No. He's talking I'm about sure. working for the man that he was working for so he can go rap. I'm, every job I had before this situation. Every <laughs> job. To say. Yeah, every job I have, you're in a situation where you got to pretend that you give a fuck and not be yourself. That's what bothered me so much about it. I'm not, 10 hours a day, I can't be myself. And not to mention who I'm actually trying to be. It's like off in the future somewhere. I got to work to even get, I'm not even feeling like myself. Yeah. That's how I was. I had years of that shit. But so I appreciated the little leadership training and seminars they had. I had never been to anything like that. I'd drive them down. I was even nervous just driving this fucking big ass Yukon. I was just on edge. I was ner- not nervous, but just eggshells. Yeah. Like an apprentice would be to an older dude knowing I'm working a job for like two months, not getting fucking paid. So, did you start getting paid? So here's where it gets interesting. I'm just trying to set the scene here so you understand that I'm under pressure because I got April's aunt, April, her yeah. husband, everybody kind of looking at me like, oh, you're going, you're doing, going to Philadelphia and all this and you're going there every day, but like you're not getting paid. Oh, you got to get licensed. I get it, but you guys are supposed to be saving money. You guys are broke as fuck. Like I really felt that. But when I, I went and I did the test to get certified for the state and I passed, and they like were super happy. It was very supportive. Very couldn't have been better. So I passed this fucking test so I could get paid. We'll say two and a half months has passed of all this shit. So now I can finally, I'm in the position to get paid. Finally. All right. So day one rolls around. Literally day one of like now I'm on the books as an actual person that works doing this shit. Mind you. When we had gone and been riding around doing this shit, there's also instances where like people are like, you know what, get the fuck out of here. Of course. Get the fuck out of here and chew us out of the house and shit. So there is a lot of that too in this. So I hated collections. I did collections for years at this point. Hurt my soul. Every day I was in there, every minute I was in there, I hated. So now I sit down on the table and it starts getting real collections. He hands me a big ass stack of papers like this. 
hey, these people expressed interest at some point. Let's call through these, see if we can get any responses. I was used to calling people. Not a huge deal, okay? But at this time, now I'm still pitching my music. Travis Barker was coming to Philadelphia, and I knew it. He was going to a mall to do an appearance. I had my demo. I had these sick-ass Travis Barker give the drummer some graphics I made, printed them out. I had a manila envelope that I was going to fucking give him. Because my plan was, after that incident with 50 Cent happened, I said, if anybody that can be a game changer for me, if I ever get within range of them, I'm just going to start going in on them. I'm just going to start fucking rapping at them and shit. As soon as I get within range of them, just because you can't as not as you know. you can hear me. I'm a buffalo. That was my plan because once the 50s, I wish I had did that when I met 50. If I would have yeah. just gone in on them, things would have been different. When you're Chest in a situation, I mean, I would, it would have shook shit up. I get it. When you're in a once in a lifetime opportunity with somebody, don't don't be too cool. No. I mean, you might, depend. too cool, it's too nervous too sometimes. That too. I mean, he had just fucking finished freaking out on a guy. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know. You might not see the dude again. That type of shit. But in it. retrospect, I said, next, I don't get chances like this a lot. So you have a manila envelope. So I got a scene. Manila envelope. You have everything. The graphics, your music, your pitch. I got Philadelphia, a but you one have sheet. first stack of work. Yeah. I got a one sheet, which is me, picture me, all my information, my demo, Travis Barker graphics. I had maybe three of them. He was going to sign one. Bro, keep this. My plan was to astonish him with the graphics. What the fuck? Go in on him, give him the demo, and walk out the fucking back door of the deal. That was the plan. <laughs> Could have happened. He was on a hip hop album. My plan was, you know, my plan, I was going to flex like this and go, I'd be a great husband. Then she'd walk out and be like, let's get fucking married. Yeah. You had the mind of like a 12 year old. You're like, you know what you sounded like? Remember that movie where the kid breaks his arm? Angels in the or the kid breaks his arm and then Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. And he has a great arm. Yeah. I thought that shit was possible. Uh-huh. And if I did it, it would happen <laughs> to me. I once landed on my arm, uh-huh. free falling, just like fucking playing basketball. Yeah. Kind of excited. It hurt, but it didn't break my yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. That's your mindset. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go here, check out these crabs, you go, bro. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. And then you're going to wrap his ass off and he's going to go, I need you on my yes. team. We're Blink-183 now. Yes. You're the wow. rap front man. <laughs> I love that that's what you had in mind. That's That was my whole life. But you're thinking, so you guys remember, Marty's thinking about this. Stack of work right here. Did you do the work? Here's where it gets interesting. Oh, no. What's up, guys? Just want to take a moment to talk about one of our longtime sponsors, all of 2022, Marty and I, brand ambassadors for Miller Lite. As you guys know, we say it almost every podcast, even before this was a sponsorship, don't drink and drive. Please be responsible. I say it every single time. You already know 3.2 grams of carbs, 96 calories for every single can. And for everyone out there, it's summertime. Go outside. Go hang out. But if you're going to be drinking, drink responsibly, like I said. And if you're going to drink beer, make it a Miller Lite. The beer sponsorship of the Dope As Usual podcast. Right now, go to MillerLite.com forward slash Yola. That's going to take you to a landing page. And like I always say, it's going to take you to every single place in your area that delivers beer and if you don't want to wait go to any single place on earth that sells beer 
We've said it many times. Miller Lite is the light beer for people that like the taste of actual beer. Thank you guys so much for supporting. And as always, go to MillerLite.com forward slash Yola. And that's going to take you to the landing page for everyone that delivers. Celebrate responsibly from the Milwaukee Brewing Company in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Sure. Bam, we're back from Travis. That was like a commercial break. Uh-huh, yeah. You're in the middle of a story. We've never done that. <laughs> no, I noticed that shit was about to run out, though. Yeah, the battery's about to die. So you go, oh, commercial break. I ne- Dude, we just did that in the middle of a story. Uh, we should good, do yeah. that more. Right before the like like outcome that. of the story. I like that. Uh-huh. was fucked up. Uh-huh. I'd be pissed <laughs> if I was at home. So maybe I don't know yeah. if we should do that, but that was tight. Part two next week, folks. Oh, <laughs> hell no, bro. I would fucking throw this, flip this table over. Okay. Fuck that shit. No, Could you uh, imagine if yeah. we just ended mid-sentence uh, for Bronos? <laughs> All right, so next. Done. Okay, boom. Mm. Travis Bark, you got the work. You said this is where it gets interesting. You're uh-huh. in the joint. Yeah, Ready? Yeah, yeah. Go. So it's my day. It's my literally my first day of work now after working for free for probably about eight weeks, getting certified in the state of New Jersey to sell insurance. So I start calling all these people, just like collections. Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't call me. Eat a dick. Fuck you. Damn. You know, maybe I think I booked one or two maybe appointments. There was there was a literally the stack of papers was fucking huge. So I, my plan was I was only supposed to work a half a day. It was like, it was Saturday, I'm pretty sure. I was going to do like eight to noon. So I got through the stack of papers. I had all my shit. I was going to go right from there, speed down to this mall in Philly, find Travis Barker. All right. So I get through the stack of papers. I'm like, okay, that, that went well. Uh, I let him know, hey, I called everybody. Here's all my notes or whatever. And he's like, great, well, uh, let's get lunch, and then we'll flip it over, and you can call him again. Call him again? Uh-huh. For what? To try to get more people on the phone. The same people? The same big-ass stack. The same, call the same people yes. again? He said, that's what I just said. I remember verbatim, because when he said it, my heart sunk. Because I was like, I'm supposed to have a half day today. I got to go be Travis Barker. And when he said it, I was like, hold on, what the fuck am I doing? Who the fuck am I again? I thought that to myself. Uh, and I'm in a, like I said, I'm in a weird place. My dad just died. My mom's kind of going off the deep end. I'm, I gave up my house. I gave up my job. I'm down here. They're looking at me now. And I'm like, I got to go down to this thing for my music. And he's like, basically, like, if you do that, don't come back here. But he told you you're only going to work a half day? Yeah. And then he said that, sprung it up on you? Then it was like, yeah, because in his mind, you know, this is my priority. I'm down there. I'm a young kid. I got a kid. My my mind should be on this opportunity he's giving me. I get it. Flip that bitch over and call him again. We'll we'll just, you know, we'll go till four. It was Saturday. How long was he there till? It was in his house. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) He had an office at at his house, yeah. So, I mean, his wife, his kids are all fucking in the house. Uh, so I got pissed and I go down in the basement and I'm like, bitch, you know what? To myself, bitch, you know what the fuck I am? While you're standing in front of him? No, this is, I went, I was like, I, cause I went up, he was like at his eating. He's like, get some lunch, flip that, flip the paper over. And I'm, I like, I, I like told him what I had going on and I went back downstairs and I uh, and I said that to myself, 
and I just left. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got to go. I got to go. And I, knowing, yeah, it's done. <laughs> knowing that I just worked for this motherfucker for this time for free. And now it was all for fucking nothing. And I was going to have to go back and explain that after we just had a fucking celebration party for me getting licensed. Oh, <laughs> Marty, what movie, what Ben Stiller movie is this, man? What's it called? It's a Ben Stiller movie. Oh, no. Rough waters or something. Uh, so, uh, so now, yeah, so now I'm speeding down to Philly because I'm kind of like late for this signing that he's doing. You know, Travis Barker, and it's not close. And I've never even <sighs> driven it before. So I get, I got my homeboy on the phone. I'm like, this motherfucker must not know who the fuck he's dealing with. Now I'm back to like myself now. You know, like, now I'm back to like stoic again. I'm back to me. Like I'm, I'm not this trying to be this other person in New Jersey let to appease the world. Now I'm back to myself and I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm down here. So now I go to the mall and guys, don't let me build this up too much. My stories are all anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way you tell it though. You have to edit and tell it right. The, because people go through shit. Heart crushing shit like this. That's heartbreaking. Get lunch, flip it over, and go again. That killed me. I knew in that moment oh. I had a choice to make. <laughs> so I get down to this mall. I, I talked to my homeboy back from Buffalo. You know, we had affirmed that he, this motherfucker didn't know who he was dealing with. We affirmed that, yes, he did not, in fact, know who he was fucking with. And he didn't. You'd have been astonished if he knew I was a fucking rapper. You know, I was trying to chase down a record deal simultaneously. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knew any of that shit. Yeah, that I was that I worked for. Uh, so I get there, and he's at like a Tilly's or something. So I get to the Tilly's, and there's a line in front of it. I go to the back of the line. I got my Manila envelope. I got all my shit. I'm getting myself ready now. My, you know what I mean? I know, like, damn, I got, I got this whole situation now I got to deal with. But just, I was, I remember being ready to go in still. <laughs> All right, so I'm in the line, and I'm kind of waiting in the line. I can tell him, like, you know, he's not there yet. And then I'm waiting there for a while, maybe, like, 20 minutes. Well, there was, there was a guy who was like, you got to pass? Or he said something. He's like, no, that, the, this is just the front of the line. The line starts way down like way the fuck down so I, then i look and i realize oh i'm just at like the very tip of the line and so i would then walk way down christmas to the story. other side of the mall like hey kid story. <laughs> the line starts okay. back there yeah so now i wait in the back of the line for a while so then right. you go into the very 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 back i realize yeah so now i'm in the back of the line i'm waiting which is i'm like whatever might as well wait i wait for a while and then one of the workers comes and is like, hey, if you don't got the pass, might as well get out of line. I was like, what pass? You had to buy, you had to buy the pre-order of his CD to get the pass for this. To be able to meet him. You know. So now, I can't even fucking meet him. I didn't know that. I thought it was a fucking meet and greet with Travis Barker, but you had to buy, give the drummer some pre-order to have the pass to meet him at Tilly's. I didn't know that. 
should have ran in there. So by, there's a lot of people there now. So I get out of line, I go up to the front of the line, and I pick out some kids at the front of the line, and I just open up my folder at them, show them the graphics, and they're all like, oh, shit. It was a crazy-ass collage graphic I made, Photoshop, everything Travis Barker, L.A., his Cadillacs, his kids, his drumsticks, all this. I was like, you guys can have these. Give him the CD. You guys can have these. Keep them. Have them sign them. They're like, bro. And I gave them the fucking, I gave them my shit. Massive crowd basically started forming. People shoving me out of the way. And that was that. <laughs> I kind of fucking backed away. Big ass sea of people. I can see everything. Nothing. I, were you wearing a white shirt? Car. I, I feel like you were. Pro- probably. I don't know. I just see this. Oh, Marty, that's heartbreaking. Uh, <laughs> this is the end of Raging Four. <laughs> Nothing good came. Nothing that. good. Well, something good. Wait, what happened when you went back and explained that you had not worked there anymore? <laughs> you got to give me a little bit. Come on, you got to tell us a little bit. So, yeah. No, I mean, so this is where the good part of the story came because as soon as I went back to the house, I'm like, we're moving back. To, to New York. It's fucking over. Okay. So that's, it made me realize, because I was like, okay. Not who I am. We're going to live in New Jersey for a while. Then we're going to buy an investment property down in Charlotte. Then we're going to save that money up. And then with the money that we use from our investment property or whatever the fuck, we're going to end up in California. That was the plan before we went to New Jersey. Now the plan was, fuck all that. We're going to Cali. (laughs) Then here you are. And that made that happen. Because if had that not happened that way, I we got to find a five-minute version of that story. we got to find a way to sell it in five minutes because you know Travis Barker will sit here one day. And we go, by the way, mm. thanks. <laughs> I considered that. Yeah. Because, yeah, it sent me you know off. Our list? We, we put them on our list, too. Mm-hmm. Soon as It was funny because. Uh, <laughs> you never told me this story before. Yeah. It was, it was a really weird little time in my life. I went back to Lackawanna like a couple of days. Like, I got back. I don't. I remember the horror just feeling like there was nothing to do but to be like, all right, we're just going to go back. That well, was really... It's still a win, I think. Yeah, of course. It's this a is a, win. So, it was a win episode. I think that story was like, that, that was, was a loss. But no, no, it was, it was an win. accomplishment because we it came back win. and now in my mind, I yeah. knew what I had to do and I did it. It was only, it was only maybe a year and a half, two years from that point that, you know, like... Me and April got married, and then we left, yeah. basically. So, who knows? But Travis Barker, <laughs> One day, we do need you on the podcast to go show. over this shit. <laughs> Talk about it. Make sure you saw those motherfucking graphics and got that demo. What if he has? I'm like, I have this at my house. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Right? <laughs> Good shit. Yeah. Yo, well, what time are we at? About 120. 120? Yeah. All right. We talked about a lot of stuff today. Yes. I got one more cool thing. You got one more cool win. All right. All right. So if you haven't seen it, you should check it out on YouTube. It's called Break Up With Your Dealer. And it's a commercial I did for a weed company. Uh, I've never done production, never done makeup, never done wardrobe, never done this, never done that. I've never had fake water rain machines. We've never done that before. 
So that was the coolest, one of the coolest experiences ever. And I played a pizza guy that also sells weed. They didn't know my history with that exact job title That's until ridiculous. I explained it to him on set. Charlie did not watch. He'd never seen that story time before. He goes, what do you mean? I go, whatever you're talking about. This is Anyway, go check it out. Break up with your dealer. Pre-roll? Pre-roll. Pre-roll. The dopest. The dopest. I think it's a wedding cake, correct? Oh, it's Girl Scout. Wedding cake's pink. Um, so I did that commercial a couple years ago. Charlie, he's my homie. Uh, he helped me film a lot of videos. Charlie's an actor. You've probably seen, if you watch Netflix, like, love shows, I think it's what, it, it's called Love, I think. Charlie's on that show. He's on fucking, he's an actor. He's my homie. He's cool as fuck. He's in a bunch of stuff. Anyway, you, you'll recognize him when you see him in the vlog, probably. Anyway, he does a lot of weed content for big companies. He does logistics for, like, all the houseplant shit. He basically got them legal in California. He does a lot of weed stuff. Anyway, he's the one that got me into that first commercial, Break Up With Your Dealer. He pitched me. He's like, yo, I know the perfect guy for the fucking commercial. And it was great. So fun. That was a YouTube commercial. That was a commercial for YouTube for their ad. That's all it was, right? It was fucking great. But it's not TV. Charlie calls me, sends me a storyboard. I've never gotten a storyboard. I'm not going to say what company. But tomorrow, today's Saturday, tomorrow, Sunday, I don't know what my call time is. I got to look at it. We are filming. I'm going to be in a commercial. The first in history, the first weed brand commercial on national television. Oh, shit. All right. I don't know how this motherfucker, I don't know how this is happening, but I got the storyboard. It looks fucking cool. I like it. I play a fucking weed truck driver, a weed delivery driver. Again. <laughs> I'll just say it's a delivery service commercial. I won't say anything else. But yes. Anyway, it's from seed to sale, like planting to bagging to this. And I'm the guy that like drops it and blah, blah, blah. But I'm having like lines and whatever. So it's going to be like a UPS commercial. It's going to be all fun and like. Duh, 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 duh. And I'm going to be the dude. So I don't know when it's coming out, but tomorrow I film that motherfucker. So that's a win. No matter what, because it's the first in fucking history. Never before has there been a weed brand commercial on national it's TV. It's only right. It's only right. That runs like a commercial. Not just like a Super Bowl ad. You know how Mad Men did a Super Bowl ad? No. This is a re- oh, this is a commercial yeah. that runs on TV like yeah. you would see fucking... Charmin. Charm, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> There's like five or six people in the whole thing. But I'm the... I got the storyboard. I have it. I don't know. I probably shouldn't show it, but it's so crazy. It's got every fucking angle, every scene of what I'm doing, what I'm saying, what I'm doing. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. I ride around with a pack in my seat. <laughs> ah! Oh, <laughs> you motherfucker. I said it, and then I screenshotted it. I went through Rosie's phone because I asked her, hey, I need to find a certain picture. So she's like, here, start at the beginning. So I went through her phone. She has 29,000 pictures. That you hadn't seen. Rosie has the same IP because she doesn't get fucked with like I do. She has the same IP address in iCloud. I went back to the first time we ever hung out. I saw our entire relationship in this fucking phone the other day. And I saw a lot of my first YouTube. I mean, I mean, my first Instagram shit. And I remember I always used to say this. It was in my bio. I found a picture of it screenshotted and it said. 
when weed goes legal, I want to be the one that makes the commercials. Mm. And it's what I used to have in my tagline of my bio on Instagram. And finally tomorrow. Prophecy. Finally tomorrow, <laughs> motherfucker. It's coming. Let's go. It's coming. So, yeah, that's tomorrow. Uh, I can't say the brand, but shout out to Charlie for including me. Shout out to Charlie for thinking of me and shit. And, yeah, so you're going to see my stupid fucking face on national fucking TV. Maybe Instagram will stop fucking hating on me. Like, hey, the kid from the Got Milk commercial. But In the Forbes me. article. Forbes. Yeah. In the billboards. Forbes magazine article comes out this next week. <laughs> for the dopeshop.com and it covers how I started all my cannabis stuff, how I started doing all of our shit, the podcast, what led into this, what led into that, and how we started the dopeshop.com. This thing is so covered in fucking it's Keith. That, the, the one thing about the Keith covered joints, I can't smoke them when I'm on camera that much because once I get the <laughs> Keith on my fingers, I'm allergic to weed. You know that. You remember that one episode? Once I get Keith on my fingers and if I touch my face, I'm going to break out in a little high uh-huh. for about 20 minutes. So Even when I touch caked weed, I can't touch my face. There's something about it or my forearms. It's like a fish being allergic to water. It's so weird. It's <laughs> A lot of my friends that are growers, same thing. They go through the plants. They get little highs for about 20 minutes. Oof. You're just so, mm-hmm. I don't know what, it's like hyper allergic now. But I smoke the shit out of them, but not on camera because, well, on the reviews, yeah, but not on this. I don't want you guys to see the big welts because it happened yeah. during the, uh, whose episode was it where I'm like, fuck, dude, I got to remember to. Wipe it off a little bit because there's so much Keef on our pre-rolls. It goes all the way to the filter. <laughs> That's the fucking filter's covered. It it's covered almost, <laughs> dude. Like, there's so much Keef. We just go hard with it and just dunk yeah. it instead of, like, uh-huh. at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the best thing. It's just I'm allergic as fuck to fucking dry clothes uh-huh. and Keef. It makes me break out if I touch my face. And if it's good Keef, it really makes me break out. But I just don't want bumps all over yeah. my fucking face right now. Uh-huh. We're doing an episode. So I will smoke that at the end. I actually have one right here. Um, sorry. Forbes article's coming out. Dopeshop.com. Fucking Forbes is coming out. The commercial I filmed tomorrow. I'm really excited for that shit. Um, this is making a big win episode. Hell yeah. Super, super sick. Super tight. We're going to say by probably about September. Oh, crazy. We're going to be in... Kind of probably a full swing with the new season three. And guys, that's just going to mean so many amazing guests, so many different new brand partners that are going to help yeah. us do our thing and, and get not, into cool little situations. And not that our guests aren't awesome now. It's just the, like yeah. we said earlier, the factor of like, it's not just two pie kids. Oh, they're they're backed by this media. Yeah. Who? That's that. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, we'll go on the show. I'm like, yeah. On real shows, you don't get booked by the host usually. Yeah, we have to do it on our booking agents. It's different. Not a good look. As much as have like, real productions have teams that Tyson's uh, not going. Hey, Kevin Hart, <laughs> could you please hit me up with your booking engines? Let's try to work out a time. And, and we're not saying we're Mike forth. Tyson. That we're not saying that. I'm just saying no. in it's other not shows. a professional look. Yeah, in real professional in real shows. shows. And we're just trying to be a real show. I'm not saying we're not, but we're just trying to step that. Yes, bitch and up. we will never stop continuing to try to do that. Yep. This is weird, huh? It's a little mm-hmm. odd knowing, like, yeah, that shit's all real this episode. It's really weird for me because it's like looking at their set. Like, I'm one of the dudes. I'm one of the dudes that works there, basically. I like, but now I'm on the camera. I'm, yeah, yeah, just sick. I mean, like, that isn't really. I'm kind of paving a lane there. I feel like that's why I'm happy. Like, you're not over there anymore. Yeah, like this is such a better feel. 
It's so much yes. better. Like, like we're in the same we, shot, dude. This was so much more of a like natural conversation. It feels too, so. Like, I love this, man. It's better. so cool. Oh man, because like I always say, it's like it's not the producer situation. It's like the producer's right here, and it's more of like co-host up, and the producer's arms are just doing this while you're in the conversation type shit. Mm. I don't know. That's yeah. how I feel about it. Because like the first couple, you're like, hey, what's up, man? And then it was like, no, you talk a lot more. Talk yeah. a lot more. It's fun. I don't know. I fucking like it. I, I like appreciate it. you guys. Yeah, because yeah, that's just everybody likes that shit. Everybody's too. so nice that yeah, it's just like, fucking hate yeah. It. No, everybody's so nice. I really appreciate it. I can't respond to everybody's comments, but they really mean a lot. I really like when I read a nice comment. People say nice shit all the time. It really means a lot. You know. Yeah, because of the negative. It's all about what you see and what you put out, man. Thank you guys for being so cool. And we get off. fired up knowing that you guys are going to get fired up. Hell That's yeah. half of why How we're many times fired we go up. The, the first thing we said, like, the fans are going to go fucking yeah. nuts. <laughs> That's literally what we said. Yeah. We went outside. That's the first thing you said. I was like, oh, I fucking know it. It's more about that. It's not even like us. It's like, my, I can't fucking wait to tell you guys some shit. <laughs> <sighs> it's so fun. It's fucking awesome. Um, big win for everybody. Big win for everything. Every Oh. Oh. Last thing before I get out of here. Sorry. It feels so different now. Last thing before we get out of here. Wow. How different is it, dude? Shout out to Trent again for this fucking Oh, thing. Trent. You're bringing motherfuckers together over here. I love it. Thank you. Um, super big win. Biggest win of my entire fucking existence. Non-business related. Because other than that, like we're fucking business shit is going awesome. I fucking love it. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for helping and supporting you don't have to buy shit. Just like it and watch it. Thanks. Fucking appreciate People always say, I wish I could donate. But you don't have to fucking donate. Your time. Your, your time is yeah. a bigger donation than your tip. The fucking donation is great. Thank you so much if you donate money. Crazy. Awesome. <laughs> Jesus, that was a beer burp. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's beer on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I feel fucking 18. <laughs> Sorry. No, 21. I feel 21. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. You guys ready for this? Dude, this whole episode is just me like There's a lot of good things going on, all right? So, next week. Next week Rosie and I have a uh, a tour. Next week Rosie and I have a tour of a house. I found a house. I showed you the house. I I showed you it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, we have a tour next week of a fucking house I'm trying to buy, and if so, I will have it and be moved in this bitch by November. I have to wait for this. Th- he already gave me the timeline. All right, last night I wanted to talk about this because it's it's a fucking. Win. I'm glad I fucking remember because it would have been stupid if I didn't. Like, yo, it's about good stuff today. Uh-huh. I might not get this house. Yeah. I saw a picture, and this full house of Rolls Royce that lived there, and it doesn't fit in the garage. <laughs> My Monte Carlo is long. Like, I had to park my Monte Carlo outside after it got mm. restored. That's one of the weird things about LA. You can be in a baller ass mansion, and your street is a fucking tight squeeze when you try to get Bro. down it. You might better have a tight ass driveway or some shit. Okay, so I'll be able to talk about it now because I'm, I know I'm probably not. I want to go look at it anyway, just to, to get pre approved, get get to know the guy because there's more stuff, whatever. And then 
I hope he doesn't watch the show because I think April's the one that's going to help us get the house. I hope he doesn't watch the show, man. I just want to see your house. I'm so sorry. Fuck, I'm, I'm not going to buy it. I'm sorry. I got to find a better house. Anyway, you ready for this shit? Never in my life that I think this GTA, GTA shit would be possible in my entire life. Guys, I, I can tell where it's at because I'm probably not going to move in. And if I do, I'm going to be pissed that I told everybody where I live. Okay. But it's okay. Rosie and I have a fucking meeting for this house. This motherfucking house to the left of my of the backyard is the Hollywood sign. Straight in the distance is downtown through the mountains. And it's in the Hollywood Hills. I found a gated community in the Hollywood Hills. I don't know how this Zillow has never showed me this neighborhood before because I searched Zillow. I told him I'm on it every day, at least like 20 minutes. Before I go to sleep, just like, all right, what's popping up? Because I want to fucking move. I'm tired of my fucking building saying smoking charges, and it's not even me. They gave me a three-day notice to move out. And I told my, I forgot to tell you, I told my lawyer, and he goes, don't fucking worry. And they have not bugged me yet. It's been like two weeks. <laughs> I'm not even there sometimes, and they have like smoking charges. They come up to my building, security guard. I'm like, bro, I just walked, most of the time, 99.9% of the time, it's not me. Which blows my mind. I'm like, I would know if I'm smoking it up, motherfucker. Uh-huh. I smoked it up there one time with OG, and they never even showed up. And I smoked like a zip with his ass. Damn. And they didn't come that time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. I'm tired of living in my fucking apartment building. Yeah. I'm tired of it. That's why I'm so excited for a house. I'm so over it. But this motherfucker's off Mulholland. It's right on. It's a, a gated community on Mulholland Drive. If you're from LA, you probably know where it's at. But it's in the fucking mountains, guys. And when I looked at this fucking house... I'm like, Rosie, this would be so sick. And then she called the realtor. I didn't know she was going to call. And the price on Zillow was like 700 bands more than what the house is really going for. Mm. Yeah, That changes everything. The, the housing market is changing right now. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's an expensive house. But actually, 700K less. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's a fort. I could do it. And then they're like, what's your down payment? I went, I can do it. And then me and Rosie looked at each other. We were at the we're at the office and went, "We're at my house together right now. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Are we gonna go get a fucking house for like? It's just like the, it's just weird. This whole fucking past month has been so weird for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, I'm growing up. Oh my fucking god, I'm finally doing it. It's like you just got your house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Fuck yeah! Thank you guys thank for you fucking guys. everything. You and just painted that fucking thing. Oh, morning house well, today here. as we were setting up. Our house was beef stew, shit brown, and mustard yellow for the past. Beef since stew, we moved he says. in. <laughs> shit brown, mustard yellow. For real, <laughs> it's a nice, clean, gray, white pat. Like it is so fucking fresh now. Oh, the picture it was a different house now. It looks like yeah. a house on the beach. Yeah, it, we it, like we it looks did not bomb. Feel moved in because the outer of the house was so shitty. I didn't think it looked shitty. It that was, was so cool. shitty. The homeowner association said, "Hey, you fucks, you got to paint your house." <laughs> Even though you bought it that way, they never yeah. gave it to the guy before yeah. you. The house was in shambles, but thank you guys. I want to figure out a way to fucking post this somehow without just showing the fucking front of the house. Uh, <laughs> I want to show the house off to the fans because they know. And I don't. That's think not. You yeah, should. there's no way to do that. But you know what? I think you'll be okay because they just know you live in Orange County. Mm-hmm. They don't know where you live. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I you know what? Uh-huh. Just remember, it's a real nice house. It's white, gray, and a little bit of blue. Uh-huh. Very 
Nice. It's just, yeah, it's a dream come true. It's, it's crazy because then you're like a buffalo. Yeah. I'm so fucking glad yeah. I'm not there doing what I was doing. Because everybody's thinking that, like, dude, I'll be there one day. Like, you fucking will. Yeah, that's why. Just be a good motherfucker. This episode person. is so important. I just wanted to really, with this little success that we're having, I just want to really not let anybody fucking forget about all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, exactly. Not once do we go. <laughs> You know how much money we're gonna be? Oh, fuck, fuck you! Like, hopefully we get paid. Hopefully, hopefully this we works. get fucking paid. That'd be stupid. That'd be amazing. But still, no matter what, the show's gonna look better. More stress off us, no matter what. Off of Marty, he gets four free days of editing back. That means two Dopajola videos a week. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. We just don't have the up. It's impossible right yeah. now. You can't. There's no way we could do it. And me film and yeah. do the other shit. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. It's the only way to just yeah continue to keep leveling up. Yeah, we just want to. I just want to put up more content. We don't mm-hmm. even get paid for Dopajola content. One day maybe YouTube will pay us, and then yeah. we'll be like, yo, three videos yeah. a week. I don't give a fuck. We can hire more editors. Because you know how that would. Much, oh my fuck. Who else on YouTube is so in the red? <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> I'm, without them not paying me, I'm probably like fuck 150k deep. Of paying for editing and everything over the past like three years and filming and buying shit, buying weed for the videos, doing that. Building a new side. Building it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> doing the recreation. Rent <laughs> yeah. for a building. All right. You know what? Who gives a fuck how much money? But we've always made it back in other yeah. ways. Like, that's the point. That's Stepping why I push trees to try to yeah. fucking scale that's, it. Your story is going to just be legendary. Like, in the textbooks of how to make money through the internet. Oh, yeah. When people look back, like, he literally, I've made this post before. He turned a fucking meme into a clothing brand, and then he used the clothing yeah. brand to fund the YouTube channels, including the podcast. And then, now, bam, now the podcast went, and then the notoriety off YouTube led to the, led to the dopest. And, like, that now game that's plan, now it's coming together, but there's all these years of being in the red just hoping it would work out. That's how it goes. I knew it would, but you never believe it when it does. You know what I mean? You always have that image like, I know it will. Mm -hmm. Fuck that program in the earth right now. No, it's going to happen. Fuck yeah. Uh, Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what car it's going to be. Yeah. And then when it came, it's like. Yeah. You're really. But it's real. You're desperate. You're Malcolm in the middle. This can't be real. Yeah. There's no way that it would let it happen. To me? Yeah, there's some of that for sure. There's always that little bit like. A little bit. Bullshit. To me, it's like once I change my mind and I'm like, this isn't who I am. This is who I am. God, this is. And I, I just fucking love this it. show yeah. so much. You just motherfucker just brought it back. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's I cool to just have so been much. out of the present moment for so long. Like being the dude in the cubicle, like you're looking at me, I'm talking to you, but I'm not even me. Because who I am is this dude off doing this shit that we're doing right now. And now it's like I finally get to be him. So we're, we're just getting started now. Not to me, to myself. I'm like, all right, well now what? Now you got everything you've been bitching about this whole time. You got what you wanted. Now what are you going to do with it? That's exactly the point we're both in, mm-hmm. in all aspects of life too. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, like a year behind you in that. I need to get a house. I need to move out. Cause I'm stressed every fucking day. Yeah, well you don't worry about 10 kids. The fucking 
No, I'm talking about living. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know me. I'm fucking drug dealer brain. Like, who the fuck is walking by my fucking apartment? Yeah. 30 people a day. <laughs> yeah, I have an apartment building. And yeah. I'm like, always oh, like, oh, like, it's hard I to have the rain camera that. out there. <laughs> I have the cameras, though. Constantly just going off. <sighs> but I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. we're both in the, like, all right, cool. You fucking got it. Like, with the house, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, it's going to fucking happen. I can't believe it's yeah, real. It's weird. And now it's like, so what else are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Just like all this, all the bases are covered. Yeah. What the fuck else can we do? And you guys have seen it happen. You, bro, we both were just trying when we first started doing the show, right? And then what? Now you have the fuck. Now you moved. Yeah. Now we're doing this shit. Now it's full time yeah. on your end for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And everything's working. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so weird knowing that, like, yo, mm-hmm. on this show, you guys have seen the, everything, all yeah. the everything. Coming, spoke that shit into existence. Full-time podcaster. I was not even a fucking podcaster when I wrote that book. I was letting people know how to do something that I hadn't even done yet. <laughs> you know? But it's like, put, you had to put that out there. And then it, it can come to be. I, you know, I used to be jealous of Nick. Not jealous, but like, I'm like, damn, Nick. Because Nick was an engineer. Nick, Nick's, uh, Nick gets to meet everybody. Nick is in the mix. He's in the conversation. He's in the studio. It's his spin on the shows. He's hands on. It was way different than what I was doing, just from my garage, from my yeah, office. Not, it's, not a, it's not a. It's a thing of looking up. Like, damn, I would love to get there. I don't know how to work these fucking cameras. Yeah, and it's not like I wish <laughs> I could do what you, I wish I was you. It's that's no. the envy and the jealousy. Like, oh, why no. are you there? That, that's not. Yeah. It's more of like, fuck. I wish I could do what you do. I would love to be where yeah. the fuck you can get to. Yeah. I can get there. And look what the fuck's going on. <laughs> If this wasn't you, I would have punched the fucking table. Oh, man. I know, because, like, it, I was talking to April about this. Like, it could have happened with so many people. I've had so many. I've, I've had thousands of clients in my career. Hundreds of clients, entertainers and shit. But it's just the fact that it happened how it did just lets me know there's a greater good to this shit. Like, oh, yeah. Something bigger here. We're in this shit for the long haul. Nate Diaz flex. <laughs> Nate Diaz flex. For everyone out there not watching and listening, Marty Nate Diaz flex too while he said it. <laughs> Nate go. Diaz flex. Let the man fight or release him. Uh, Butterbean flex. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine right now. <laughs> I fuck with it. Uh, uh, nerdy skinny kid from uh, Little Giants flex. Oh shit. <laughs> In the mirror with the glasses. <laughs> For everyone out there that got that, we're friends. Yep. And if you didn't, we could be friends. Just watch Little Giants. The Icebox. Spike her? don't play with girls. Icebox. <laughs> Annexation of Puerto Rico. That's when you know the show's closing down and we're about to end. We're both just... Yeah. You know when little kids are like, oh, exhausted, yeah. they start saying random yep. shit? That's <laughs> us. Like, yo, we're both yep. high. Where topics fuck. are done. Like... Little Giants was a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> We're all just like deep into the early Jesus 90s movies. And shit. Spike yeah. don't put every night he massage his neck with warm milk. That's you, what he was doing to Spike. You remember so much more about shit it's than I do. So I'll weird, pull though. one reference. But think about it though. All you need is one. Rick Moranis. I know you don't act. We know you don't do anything anymore. And we know half our audience is going to go, I got to Google who Rick yeah. Moranis is because I'm not. You know, really onto that movie like that, or in maybe even not over twenty five to thirty, but every, a lot of our audience is over thirty though. Our fucking back end, yeah. eighteen to yeah. t- to thirty is 
not as big as 30 and to like 45. And that's like that. Oh, you're a full grown up. Like you're working. You probably got kids and you still watch. Thank you for making time, motherfucker. We appreciate that shit. They get a lot of the. References. Yes. And that, that's why I bring it up. Not saying younger fools don't have kids and jobs and responsibilities. I'm not saying that. But they might get our references. So, hey, Rick Moranis. How about little giants and shit? Yeah, Shrek the kids and shit. Ooh, Rick Moranis. You ever seen Spaceballs? He's essentially Darth Vader. What a good movie. I already started itching. Yep. Oh, See fuck. It? Fucking red already. I can feel it starting. <laughs> so odd, dude. Any Keith. Any Keith dude or trichomes. Every time you're in here rolling up before the show, you just sneezing away. Because <laughs> I smoke really heavy, strong OG. It's so fucking caked up. It's just in the air when I'm grinding. It's, it's like uh, <laughs> an abominable snowman being allergic to snow. Yeah, like, it's like, ah, ah, I'm itchy all the time. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, when I go to the, if I go to the, like a public gym, you, you will smell weed. Mm. It's not good. That's crazy, actually. It makes me feel like, <laughs> yo, do you have a problem? Okay. You smell like, like you're sweating nothing. dabs. Just sweating dabs. <laughs> the dabs are different, though. Dab, when you take dab, dab heavily and go to the gym, you don't smell like weed. But if you smoke a lot of weed, that shit comes out gotcha. your pores. And for all the potheads out there, you guys know that's fucking true. Um, all right, we got through everything. We started talking about the 90s, so... You know it's time to it's check like the, the landing gear yep. coming down. <laughs> Every time, like, so, you know. Oh, fuck, I can't, because I'm going to start again. I was about to talk about the whole mask scene when they're talking to the cop. Right, Ipkiss, you didn't hear yeah. anything last night. She shot a 12-gauge. <laughs> We're going to get out of here, guys. We're like, got to stop. This is a great fucking episode. This is fun. I love this table. I love this table. First time setting up. First, this is sick as fuck. You guys got the new news on all aspects of motherfucking life everything's going really well right now super sick thank you guys for making it possible thank you for being here another thing maybe do an overlay if you haven't already please drop a like on the video we'd appreciate that if you're on apple you're on spotify leave a star or a review or whatever the hell you want to call it you know drop a review that'd be sick as fuck but if you're a dick and you came here just to be an asshole don't drop a review because it's going to be mean Nobody, nobody watching that would do such thing. Fucking, there's some, there's some weirdos out there. But it's okay. Thank you guys so much for being here. Also, YouTube, we fucking love you, man. I'll also say thanks, I guess. Donate your strict our accomplishment video, please. Because this is a fun, positive video. Finally, we won. We finally won on all aspects. We had nothing bad to say. Yeah. And there's no losses in this episode. We'll see you, too. chair breaks. Right when I say it, I was thinking, like, what else is going to happen? The lights behind me. Table collapses on you. Oh, no. Trent. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Marty, thank you for you're right here. This, this is, is fucking this crazy. Is uh, this is better. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Marty, got anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I've said it all today. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Trent. I was Trent. thinking that, too. Thank everybody for this. Is All these wins we're talking about are wins for everybody. This is one big-ass team coming to fuck shit up. Yes. Thank you guys for being here. Sorry we're so explicit, all platforms, but this is us. And remember, all this this whole change we're going to be doing with the new production team and doing all this, they know what they're getting into. So we did this without having to change or censor ourselves for the first 10 minutes at least. That's just, this is so, we don't say, we just say fuck for the first 10 minutes. But besides that, we didn't have to do anything weird. 
We're not creeps. Nothing is going on. <laughs> We're doing the same shit. And uh, yeah, we got this deal going. And shout out to Malcolm for fucking believing in our shit, bringing exactly. us on board. Exactly. Appreciate you guys. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. I'm fucking stoked. Um, but more on the work mode. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we'll get stoked. Now yeah. let's think about the next 10 years yeah. of fucking work we're about to put in. Yep. I'm fucking ready for it. I'm ready for it. I got to just get that Mario Lopez look, though. I got to get in shape and be like, yo, you still look very. I'm like, I know. I'm in my 40s now. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm like, yeah, Mario Lopez. I know Mario Lopez is 80. Look at this motherfucker. Look 30. Uh-huh. Whatever's going on. Yeah, I know. I'm about to start getting my shit together, too. For damn sure. Have some you going to kickboxing again? Yeah. Yeah. I signed up for the kickboxing gym about three months ago. Oh, well, now you're going to have time. This is about to be sick. All right? We're about to have a lot of fun. More time from uh, Marty and I sitting right here, not in the distance, from Marty and I. And everybody at the Dope As Usual podcast, we want to say, you guys, thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for being here. If you're on the road, please drive safe. If you're at work, don't worry. It gets better. But if you're at work and you love work, fucking awesome. Crush that shit. And if you're at school, I'm fucking sorry. It gets better, I hope your degree is worth it. Yeah. Keep going, though. If you like school, I fucking appreciate you because there's not many of you left. Mm. All right. Thank you guys so much for being here, for everybody working, everybody doing their thing. Have a dope ass day from the Dope as Usual podcast. Ooh. Let's go. I switched it up a little bit. This is just a tad today. (laughs) Honestly, I didn't mean to. I was just like, I'm fucking high. And I was staring at that thing right there on the table and I just got distracted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Crumb to it's out crumb. our outro. Well, I mean, it's fucking gray and black, and there's a white crumb. It's not even white. That's orange. All right, bro. It's the middle of the fucking morning. <laughs> oh, we can do this now.